right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Navigating Life with Coach Lowe. Thank you so much, Jermaine, for coming on and joining me today. Uh, today, we are going to talk about Promise, the women's devotional. Jermaine, yay! Yes. First of all, right? <laughs> we did it. Yes, absolutely. And the book is absolutely amazing. Okay. Dr. Kimberly, everything she touches turns to gold. And this book exceeded a above expectations. I mean, just the cover, everything that's included in here. I mean, it is absolutely a wonderful devotional. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I absolutely agree. I have my author's copy and it has been a, a, just a delight to see what God has done in the life of 130 amazing women of God. So yes. we just want to give whoop, whoop, big Absolutely. up to our Heavenly Father. He has done Absolutely. amazing work. And so, Jermaine, uh, please share with us a little bit about you. You're from the Bronx, New York. You're a mom. You're a wife. You're a daughter. You yes. are, you're a manager in the pharmaceutical sales. So share with uh, the audience who is Jermaine Fields? And then move right into a little bit about your story in the Promise Women's Devotional. Okay. As you mentioned, my name is Jermaine Fields. I am living here in Crowley, Texas by way of the Bronx, New York. Born and raised to a single parent, very loving mother who gave her all for myself and was an example of a true woman of God herself. Um, I started uh, my walk with Christ at the age of 13 years old. And from that time at the age of 13, I was truly, truly a firm believer. And there wasn't anything that was too hard for God in my life. Mm -hmm. And I took the word of God as to be exactly what God said it was for me which mean that he was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I asked or think. And I say that because I feel like even at the age of 13 years old, God provided and protected me. He built a hedge of protection around my life because I was born and raised with, like I said, a single parent in the projects. And during that particular time, growing up in that era, mm -hmm. most of the young ladies in the projects had kids by the age of at least between the ages of 13 and 15 years of age. Okay. And God allowed me to see beyond that because again, the projects at the time was just an opportunity for my mother to get on her feet in order to provide a better way and opportunity for myself. Okay. And so with that, God allowed someone to be, to speak life into me, to share the word of God with me and to really set me on that path to really live in my life for Christ. So I spent a lot of my Wednesday nights at prayer service. I spent my Sundays in church all day, church service at night, youth service on first Sunday, missionary service on the second Sunday. So, <laughs> so you really, Jesus is really, really embedded in your heart. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I feel like God allowed that at such an early age, because again, I felt like it was a hedge of protection around my life. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And for some, it may have been a little bit overboard, but at that particular time and at that particular era, that's exactly what I needed in my life. That is, and- that's, that's phenomenal. That, that's phenomenal. Um, I, I love it that you talked about your community that you you said God allow he raised someone up to speak into your life that is so important because today it is very very difficult for us to even trust people with our children and to you I mean even in the church it can be difficult because hurting people are there hurting people are in the church and so what I what I value about your story is that in that season of your life, God provided. So tell us, tell us about that scripture. What did God say to Ms. Jermaine Fields at the time? What was well, the promise of God? What sustained you? Well, you know, there's an old saying, God has done so much for me, I cannot tell it all. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, okay, so, tell me some more. <laughs> So, so with this devotional, it's actually just a snippet of how God allowed me to walk in faith and also walk in the provision that he has provided for me in my life. Mm-hmm. So I was probably, let's see, in my early 20s, and I was just kind of going along with my life, not really sure, not really sure about my purpose, because even though I was in church, I still had a lot of limiting beliefs that I had to overcome as a young person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wasn't really sure in what direction I was going to go. And I always kind of envied people who knew right away that they were going, going to be a doctor, they were going to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was going to look like for me because I felt like, okay, I'm not good enough in math to be a doctor. So that's <laughs> not going to be my calling, you know? And so... It took a lot of trial and error, but along that road, God allowed me to experience a bout with illness. And so within that illness, it gave me a lot of time to really, really seek, to really surrender and really allow God to speak into my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a car accident and at the time of that car accident, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what the outcome would be, but I guarantee you the very moment when the woman hit my car, the car went up in the air, came back down, turned over on the side. I heard the voice, I heard the Holy Spirit comfort me and saying, I will supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory, which is in Christ Jesus. I didn't know what that was gonna look like, okay? But it was almost like I saw a vision of me moving forward. I saw a vision of me coming out of this. Again, not knowing what it was going to look like. Mm -hmm. Part of me was a little discouraged because I felt like I was just getting on my feet. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just kind of finding my way, moving toward the right goals, just being able to work, save some money and go back to school. That's what it looked like to me. But God said differently because once that happened, there was no more school, there was no more job. And then I was back to relying on my mother. However, once again, I felt like it was God ordained because my mother stepped right in. She didn't complain. She actually took care of me because during that process of healing, we didn't know what was going on with me. And at the time, 
um, that this happened, to give you a little bit of backstory, when I was in high school, I'm sorry, um, I would have these fainting spells. Mm -hmm. And not knowing what these fainting spells were, actually, I didn't share it with anybody because my background was Pentecostal. And if you were sick, you had demons in your life. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I would have these fainting spells and not understand why. So one day I actually fainted on the New York City subway, mm -hmm. if you can imagine. And when I came to, people were around me fanning me. Okay. I wasn't robbed. I had jewelry on. God allowed one person from where I worked to be on that train. Wow. Helped me get off the train took me to my job, called my mother. And so at that time, my mom took me to the doctor. The doctor said, she's just anemic. You know, we can't find anything wrong with her. Sent me on my way. Mm -hmm. A couple of years later, same issue, but I just kind of ignored it. So fast forward, like 10 years later, had the car accident. I walked away from the car, what I thought, I walked away from the car accident with no scars. Right. Well, as I shared a little bit about in the book, I did have some scars, but they were internal. Yes. They weren't scars that anybody could see. However, God knew what he was doing because through that accident, the doctors were able to find something that had I not had that accident, they would not have found it. Yeah. And I would not be alive today. And so that's kind of how my journey went with, first of all, me taking a walk of faith understanding that I was going to get through this season in my life. Secondly, I was out for an entire year, okay, with this illness. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I didn't go without anything. My mom actually took six months off her job. Who does that? Being a single parent, okay? Mother, she they are very <laughs> sacrificial people, right? <laughs> we are some sacrificial humans. <laughs> yes. So thank God and for moms. Yes, and God still provided. So throughout that journey, it almost opened up my eyes to be able to see that, hey, in any season of my life, God was going to provide for me. And I still didn't know where he was taking me, mm -hmm. but I just knew that I was going to stand on his word that at that particular moment in time, and I can see it just like it was yesterday, mm -hmm. that he said, I'm going to supply all of your needs. And he did it back then. And he is continuing to do it now, Lolita, even in the midst of this pandemic. Okay, so so we're going to go there, but you are getting ahead of the game. <laughs> okay, so, so let's talk about that for a minute. So you say he did it then. So let's talk about then, because one of the things that is very intriguing about your story, your story to me, is that you talk about how you were new at you at the your new job and they sustained your work you were able to come back to work and not only that because you were new you had no health benefits but they expedited your health benefits and they paid for everything as it related to your hospital stay only god Absolutely. only god could do that not only did they pay for the hospital stay, they paid for my surgery, which was a very extensive surgery. Wow. And not only that, Lolita, I never went back to the job. Oh my God. <laughs> I was put on sick leave shortly afterwards. They didn't complain. They didn't ask for the money back. 
they just willingly gave me all of that. Wow. So talk about provision, okay? Yeah. I didn't have to worry during my hospital stay what was going to happen. Right. You know, I didn't have to have that anxiety about, oh, I'm going to have all these hospital bills. My mother didn't have to have that anxiety about the hospital bills. She could focus on me and I could focus on my healing and really just hear the voice of God. So absolutely, they paid, everything was covered. And you talk about miraculous, absolutely, does not happen. Yeah. Especially in New York. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. But you know, um, thanks be to God. Yes. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph, right? Absolutely. So I, I, um, so, so then you mentioned he did it back then and he is still God today, the same yesterday, today and forever. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So tell us about what is God doing currently? Because you mentioned the pandemic. So yes. when you think about God supplying all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, how yes. does that look in the middle of this pandemic? Because God's promises are for today, yesterday, and forevermore. So what does it look like today as we are in the midst of total chaos in the world, not just the U.S.? But in the world at large, we are in this space. And what is God doing? I am so glad you asked. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay, just last August, I had another surgery. Okay? okay. Got the scars to prove it right there. Okay. I was out for three months. Once again, God provided. Wow. Didn't have to worry about benefits nothing else. All the bills were covered, not an issue. Okay. And even in the midst of a pandemic, after I came back, you know, as I mentioned, I work for pharmaceuticals. So with my pharmaceutical career, I traveled quite extensively. Yes. So returning back from this particular surgery, traveling would not be a good option for me. Right. Again, I didn't know what that was going to look like. Mm -hmm. I returned. Someone reached out to me via LinkedIn. <laughs> it invited me in for no face-to-face -face phone interview. I got the job within the same hour that I actually interviewed for the job. Wow. Okay. And that's how God has always shown up in my life. Okay. It's almost like a repeat. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am because it's of nothing that I have done. But when I tell you that he provides for me, and not only is it just a job, it's always an increase. Mm -hmm. It's always something different that God is teaching me, something that he is showing me, something that he is preparing me for. Because within that downtime, I got to focus in on the promise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Isn't, so isn't it just powerful to be able to encourage others uh, in your life, with your life experience, right? And so the word says that we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So Absolutely. I have a friend who is actually on the book with us. And one, once she shared with me that uh, there has been women that have said to her, 
I would have never shared that you tell too much of your business, but the word promises us as believers that when we share what God has done and how he has brought us through, that is when we are able to overcome. You know, the word tells us to confess our sins one to another that we may be healed. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, God is just really, really good like that. And so I just, I, I just, I first want to say thank you so much for sharing your, your promise and encouraging women around the globe because we are from yes. four countries, 17 yeah. states in the U.S., 130 <laughs> women deep. We have yeah. that, the Daughters of Promise. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so God is just, uh, he is so, so very good. And I just want to ask you, what made you want to share in this season? Well, again, I have to look at it as a step of faith because writing was not something that I envisioned last year at this time. Uh-huh. I met Dr. Kimberly um, at church and then it was kind of like, there's a saying, success leaves clues. Uh-huh. And I knew that watching her speak, that that's where I wanted to be. And I wanted to have that courage. Not that I wanted to imitate her, but I told her I, I was inspired. I wanted to be encouraged by that. Mm-hmm. So actually, I'm working on with Dr. Kimberly on Scribe Tribe. Are you familiar with that? Uh-huh. And so I started with that. And it was a step of faith. I really wanted to do it last year. I allowed fear to kind of hold me back this year. I didn't even question it. When I saw it, went in, signed up for it, great. Awesome. So when she mentioned the promise, I was like, well, I'm already financially committed to Scribe Tribe. I don't know if I can. And the minute I said that, that's when I went in and signed up for it. Because I was right. I couldn't do it. I don't know if I can, but God can. Amen. And that's who I needed to depend on. And that's who I depended on for this. It was kind of like, okay, this is not about you. This is not about me. Yeah. This is about sharing the promises that God has given to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, so what, so what is it when, when people read your story, what are the things that you would like for whether it's a woman or a man, because God's promises are for us all, right? So, Absolutely. so although this is a women's devotional, a gentleman recently asked me, well, why would I get this book? I said, well, one of the reasons that I think every man should read it is because it gives them insight to the challenges that their women are facing sometimes, the things that we can be up against as women, but not only are we up against those things, but the God we serve is able to take us from the challenge over into the victory, right? And um, overcoming those trials, those challenges that we face. And so to be an encouragement even to the men. So Back to the question. So what is it that you would like for even my audience for navigating life with Coach Low? What would you want to say to the person that reads the book 
here's Jermaine's story. What do you want them to take away? These are stories about real women. They, we are really being transparent, transparent in sharing our stories. And when you talk about men also reading the book, I have men that have bought the book for their wives and men that have bought the book to what they think they're doing is supporting. But what God's really doing is sharing our stories with them. The other way I look at that is for them to have an understanding of how we operate sometimes, you know? Sometimes our faith may look a little different from their faith, but it's still faith, okay? And God is no shorter than his word, okay? His word is not gonna return to him void, okay? It's gonna prosper in the place to where he has ordained it to go. And so it doesn't matter whose hands it falls in, God says that if we have the faith the size of a mustard seed, okay? We should be able to say that at Mountain Be Thou removed. And right now, in this current situation, in this pandemic, there are people who are at a season in their lives that are thinking, how am I going to get through this? Right. And so our biggest takeaway is that God is going to get you through this. He is a provider. He is that Jehovah Jireh, okay? God who provides. And if nothing else, it is our faith that's going to stand strong in this time. It's the word of God that's going to stand strong in this time. Okay. And so if nothing else, God's word is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Amen. That is, that is just really awesome um, on so many different levels because with our current, the financial piece of the pandemic, uh, yes. there are so many people that are without work. And back to what you said in the midst of a pandemic, not only have you written a book, but that you also obtained a new job, <laughs> a new employment. Thank you. So that is, that is just so amazing. That is so powerful. And I believe that there is both men and women that need to be encouraged and to not stop moving, to not stop trusting, to not uh, stop looking to the author and finisher of their faith, right? Yes. To to be the God of provision, right? Uh, And then even in those down seasons when perhaps uh, nothing is moving, what are you doing? Are you invited into a book project? Are you, you know, so what is God doing? And, And being able to see what is in your hand. What do you already have? that God can bless, because God bless us with so much more than what we do professionally, right? Absolutely. So sometimes it's a season for us to sow into someone else. Sometimes it's a season for us to just spend time quietly with the Lord. Let God download some things, some peace, some renewed um, trust, some renewed restored joy you know sometimes in the in the rhythms of life we lose our passion for the things that god has given us we are uh alienated
alienated in some of the most important relationships of our lives, right? And so in this pandemic, in all that is going on, I just find your story to be so amazing because trials are going to come, but what is God showing you in it? What yeah. does he want you to learn, right? Yes. And then when you said that, I thought about James 1 and 3, the testing of our faith builds endurance. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. So it's already in us. It's just that when we go through trials and tribulations, our faith is tested. So God's saying, who are you going to depend on? You know, are you going to go with yourself and what your beliefs are or what my word says and what my beliefs are because even with everything that's going on god is the source yes he is god is the source so we can try to manipulate things we can try to change things within our own right however god is our source with everything that's going on around us and whenever anything came up in my life when it had to do with provision yeah i was like god's my he's my source yes so that is another belief that i stand by is that god is the source in everything that goes on around us so he knows the number of hairs that's on my head yes <laughs> <laughs> he's concerned about the details right exactly exactly yeah i um i i am i'm just i'm i'm so intrigued by the things that god did in the midst of this pandemic uh just for the i mean when when the more i talk to we call us the dops the daughters of promise when <laughs> i talk to us uh and the things that were going on pre-pandemic and then just the expectations of what people had postured in their heart to come to pass in this uh year of great vision 2020 right Woo! yes but god has a different vision and his, Absolutely. his vision really is perfect right <laughs> Absolutely. So the, the pandemic did not catch him by surprise but the really thing didn't. that i i am just I'm so amazed at how everyone that I talk to has just a little bit of a unique story about yeah. God's goodness in this season. So yes. um, I want to ask you, what is next? So you mentioned Scribe Tribe. So yes. that, that is something that is on the horizon. Uh, but what, what is God saying? What is God saying? to Jermaine in this season? What, what's next? What's happening? Where are you going? <laughs> what's happening? Um, well, as I mentioned, it's almost like this devotional was a precursor to what Scribe Tribe is about because we get to write a little bit more. And so it gives me another opportunity to tell my story because there's so much more to this story because it kind of led up to where I am today and how I actually got to Texas. Yes. Um, and so it just allows me once again to depend on God to do the writing because I've gone through so much more in the midst of getting to where I am. And just like you said, there are women who say, oh, well, I don't know if I would share that. I've had some thoughts about that as well, because I do have some things to share that I would probably ordinarily not share. 
Wow. Um, and actually, we can probably talk about that on another podcast, and I'll be more than happy to share. <laughs> Definitely, because, okay, so in the interview, we talked a lot more about what's currently happening in your life and how God is still providing. And now your mom lives here. And, you know, so there's, so there's a lot more that is coming into the fold of everything. So there are more things to talk about and we will talk about it right here. On yes, absolutely. We absolutely <laughs> will. So I am looking forward to learning more about your story um so um if you wouldn't mind just sharing with the audience like if someone found themselves in a situation uh where they needed to trust god for provision can you speak to that person that lacks trust that don't have the faith what can you say to that person to encourage them today to know that God will provide your needs according to his riches and glory. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I definitely don't want to minimize how it feels when you're going through a trial, how it feels when you're relying on God for provision. But what I do know is that he will give you peace in the midst of that storm, okay? And that not only will give you peace, but he also sent the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, to yeah. comfort us during this time so we're not walking alone not only are we not walking alone we have god places individuals in our lives to speak life to encourage us and so don't be afraid to reach out even if it's just to ask somebody for prayer hey yeah. look i'm going through this because when we hide it gives the enemy an opportunity to keep us engaged in a prisoner of our own mind yeah so if you are going through something, if you are going through a trial and you need God to provide, trust me, he is able. Not only is he able, he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. It's not just me. He's able to do it for everyone, okay? Yes. And so just stand on his word. Stand on his promises. Yes, I, I love that. Uh because I think that sometimes that's where people are. They can believe it for someone else. But when it comes to them, when the light shines on them, when it's my turn to trust and believe and to believe what I cannot see, right? Because that right. is what faith is. Right. When I need to trust God, that God will provide. He will see me through this. It won't always be this way. You know, I won't always have to feel this way. I won't always be going through this. We have to know that God has a plan greater than our own. And yes. we'll work it out. Absolutely. Work it out. So with all of that, Will you please share how someone who may want to contact you to say, hey, can you pray with me? Or, you know, um, tell me more about your story. I recently found myself in a situation similar to yours, and I just wanted to ask you a few other questions. So how can people, what, what information are you uh, willing to share with the audience so that they can contact you if they needed to? Well, I am on Facebook, and also my Instagram is pushed on purpose. 
because yes. God has to do that sometimes in our lives. So definitely reach out. I'd be more than happy to pray. I, I mean, that is definitely something that God has laid upon my heart to be an encourager. Yeah. Again, he has encouraged me with his word and he provides other people in my life to encourage me. He provided you in my life. He connected us together. Yeah. Okay? So please feel free to reach out to me at any given time. I'd be more than happy to pray Facebook and then my Instagram is pushed on purpose and I look forward to hearing from you. Awesome. 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 Jermaine, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a light to the world. And thank you so much for being open and transparent to share what God has done in your life and how though we may, though we will encounter trials on in this on the earth in this life we will have tribulation right that's a promise too we will not be without trouble in this life (laughs) so but it's what we do with the word that helps us to triumph over that because jesus paid it all he paid it all so we have to look to the one who's paid it all we cannot be discouraged by looking at the circumstance the word encourages us to look to the hills with coming from our help, knowing all our help comes from the Lord, right? Yes. And so we have to continue to look to the Lord who is our help. And I just want to say thank you again so much for being a part of Navigating Life with Coach Lowe. I know that this platform will be blessed because of people like you that say yes to God. So thank you for sharing your story of overcoming. And I look forward to all that God will continue to do as it relates to providing for all of your needs according to his riches and glory. But because you shared your story that he will do the same for others. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. And thank thanks you. so much again for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're Have welcome. a good evening. You too. Talk to you soon, sweetie. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.